Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to the Cyberpunk Lorecast, where we brave scanning the net to find all the deep history and lore of cyberpunk. I'm Toasty, a fixer that's new to Night City with a desire to jump into the details of this gritty setting. And I'm Genesis, an old school media tech with a love of character deep dives. Together, we will bring you the foundations of the past, the state of Night City today, and the news of the future. We've got incoming. Let's Delta. Welcome back to another episode of the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I'm your girl Genesis, and missing from the lineup tonight is Toasty. But instead, I'm joined by two of our patrons to discuss everything Phantom Liberty. Welcome in, guys. Hello. Turbo, how you doing tonight? Fine. And then what would you like to be called on the internet, sir? Um, I think I go by Blixa or Blixa the Cat in, in Discord, so. Blixa, love it. Thank you. Ah. <sighs> All right, so I think we're just going to dive right into it tonight. I don't think I have any scream sheets to go over because Toasty and I decided that the going into like the history of old downtown or anything else that we messed up about uh, last week, um, we'll talk about in December when he is back from vacation. Uh, So recently I read... Uh, some news that came out about Phantom Liberty. And I don't know how I feel about it yet. So, in a comment provided to Games Radar Plus, CDPR's global PR director, Radek Gabrowski, confirmed that, as for the expansion's pricing, we have not revealed exact details yet, but it will be a paid one. So if we look at that using Wild Hunt as an example, and with what they did with Witcher 3, anything that was considered to be a DLC, downloadable content, appeared to be free, but they were pretty limited in what they handed out. While expansion packs were considered premium and paid, and they did have a lot more to it. Expanded maps, new areas, uh, new gear, everything like that. And he also said that our expansions are traditionally cheaper than the full price games. So there's a couple of keywords in there that, 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 that yes, this is going to be a paid expansion, not a small DLC. And then the words traditionally cheaper than full price games so like a 50 dollar game or a 50 dollar expansion or do they mean nowadays where it's like 70 dollars oh yeah yeah oh uh, i'm hoping that since they're saying the expansion is gonna be like the witchers uh thing where it's, it's uh, hopefully it's 
what's the second one? Wine and mm-hmm. blood? blood. Blood and wine blood was only like wine. twenty bucks. Yeah, I'm hoping it's something like that, and it's as big as that, where it's like a whole new map. Yeah, because on the roadmap it it said DLC, and so I was expecting yeah. a smaller set of content. But if it's going to be a paid, you know, if yeah, we're like, be, like expansion, it's like I'm hoping it's like a, a lot more stuff in it. Big, mm-hmm. yeah. I was thinking maybe just like one section of the city, like that kind of big, but or like maybe the space station when they were saying DLC. But if this is supposed to be like a like, like their other stuff, like expansion, I now have a bigger expectation. But now it's oh, I can have a bigger fall. I agree that using specifically the word expansion makes it seem like it's going to be a lot bigger. And I'm okay with that. Give me the content. I am here for it. But I also don't know if I want to drop a significant amount of money on it. I'm going to have to wait and see now. Oh, it's a wait and see now instead of a instantly gobble it up when it was a DLC. And it was, I was thinking it may be free, but now it's like, uh, depending on the price, I'm going to have to wait. Yeah, I thought if anything, even if they charge like, you know, like 10, 15, you know what I mean? Just, you know, like they did with Blood and Wine, if it was small and you got a little... 20, yeah. Yeah, some additional content, you know, a little bit of additional content, that's one thing. But yeah, if it's going to be, if they're like doing it as an expansion, then I'm expecting new areas, new, you know, um, new cyberware, new new NPCs, like whole new storylines. I mean, something a lot more expansive since mm. it's going to be expansion um, if I'm going to have to pay. But a lot of these DLCs, oh, sorry, a lot of these expansions are not cheap now. So the fact that they're using slightly less than the full price, I mean, some of those things you've been seeing going for like 40, 50 bucks. So, yeah. This is since they said traditionally. So it's like they're like, this one's not going to cost it because it's not a traditional See, and that's where my mind went too. I was like, now traditionally our our expansions have been cheaper than the full price games, but Cyberpunk is this breaking all tradition, costly. so it's going to be another $70 when your original game only costs 60. I mean, I'm going to buy it. I yeah. host the Cyberpunk Lorecast. I think oh. I'm legally required to buy the DLC. But it it'll make it'll it's gonna take pause if it's gonna be something that I feel is outlandishly priced. Yes, and the expectation of what you're gonna get out of it is gonna be significantly higher. Agreed. Yeah. I hope they spend a lot of time on this. Now, I also want to say that if the deals and they need to recoup some of their money, I understand that devs worked really hard and the latest patches that have come out and the game fixing things that they have done the quality of life updates everything like that have all been amazing and so if this dlc is to pay everybody who's been busting their ass then all right i'm not gonna fault them for paying their people sure yep yep Uh, i love the game so i'll end up getting it yeah as well so yeah, I get it. I just gotta wait to make sure it's uh before I go into it. Just get my expectations to the right level. Oh, so mentally you need to prepare for the game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I kind of hope that they release a small DLC packet to go along with it for the people who can't. Like, okay, it ends up being it's going to be a forty-five dollar expansion pack pricey but doable for most gamers uh but what if shoot i don't get paid until next week but i see everybody else playing it and i want to join in oh but the free dlc of just like an item pack also drops same day that means that you can join in on some of the fun and try out the new weaponry do you think that that would be something nice to throw out there with it yeah, like maybe two new guns or maybe a new one of the new cyborg that's from the thing to get maybe get people interested in it. They Ooh. should do, they should do at least like, I, I, I don't know, marketing, but do something that's actually from the D, the new expansion. Do like maybe like a couple items, like say, hey, you probably want to get the expansion. Look at this cool cyborg you get that lets you out and oh, fly. 
yeah it's some new outfit or something yeah the, at or, least jazz jazz your audience yeah. up to be able to purchase it maybe yep. they bring back the wall climbing they had <laughs> yes yeah man displays you can freaking wall i would that yes yes the wall climbing i would absolutely i'd buy it just for the wall climbing but if it was free yes yeah but did, did cdpr say that this was their like they had finished with the dlcs or this 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 one that was coming out is the last dlc or they have not said anything like this so they have the said one Yep, they okay. are only doing this one because then the next Cyberpunk is going to be a new game, a new entire game. Correct, and they were they were saying like the different outfits that they did release were part of a DLC content that they had released, and so this would be their. This is actually not a DLC; it's an expansion, but it's the final set of content. Yeah, you think they would probably market somehow to be able to drive sales on that somehow with some mm-hmm. additional. Yeah, I, I, I have a question. Do you think that this de- expansion that, that it was eventually it was uh, when, when Cyber First was done? They said they're going to have multiple DLCs. Do you think this expansion is technically just all the DLCs combined into I one was, now? I was thinking that exact same thing. I'm thinking they decided just to collapse it down, make this one last sell, and then move on to the next next product they need to be able to invest their time in. And so yeah. they probably collapsed whatever multiple storylines or things that they put together. Yeah. I don't, that's what I was thinking as well. If they were going to go down just to one. Yeah, so, so I don't think we're going to get multiplayer at all in this one. I oh, think no. if we get multiplayer, it's going to be the no. next one. It'll be the next one. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they're going to invest that kind of the money into the, into the platform they have today. And yeah, not part. now. Yeah. So. All right. So I think right now it's a good time for me to go to our little mid-break and I'll read off some reviews, thank the patrons, and then we'll come back and I will read off everything that is concrete. We know this to be fact. And then we can continue the conversation about what we want to see in the new expansion, not (laughs) DLC. Welcome to our short and sweet little mid-break. We do have a few new patrons to read out, so thank you so much to Spencer W. and Blixa the Cat for joining in. Uh, And welcome back to Rexifer. That brings us up to a total of 16 badass patrons. We thank you, each and every single one. Uh, We do have two new reviews to read out as well on... November 7th via Apple podcast here in the United States from one Susan five stars, thorough lore and engaging hosts. What more could you ask for from a lore cast? Anyone can read a wiki or a codex, but if you want to be entertained while learning lore, look no further. Thank you, Susan. Okay. And the other one was submitted on the 11th also via Apple Podcasts here in the U.S. from Blixa the Cat. Cyberpunk is back, chooms, and better than ever. Five stars. I loved the original cast, but Jen and Toasty are top-notch hosts. I am loving their banter, and their data downloads are worth the listen. If you love Cyberpunk, this is your podcast. If you love gaming, you will love this show. Five stars, Jen and Toasty. Thank you. I don't think I've ever read a review with the person who wrote it right there. (laughs) All right. And the only other thing that I have to shout out is MetallicDiceGames.com. They also have dice towers and rolling boxes and mats and just so much awesomeness. Uh, and if you would like 10% off of your order, visit MetallicDiceGames.com and use the code C-P-L-C-Cyber-Punk-Lore-Cast. Short and sweet without my beast mode here. So let's get back into it. All right, guys, we are back. 
Now, I will go over the things that have been solidified. First, V and Johnny are in the DLC. Keanu has confirmed that he has done additional voice acting recording lines and that he was very happy to be back in the rocker boy boots of Johnny. And one really cool thing that I found out about was a community-made radio station. So there was like a huge contest that they that CDPR put out for like make some cyberpunk music and we will put it in the game on our radio station. And so that will be implemented in this new expansion, which I think is pretty freaking awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, we also know, and I'm sorry to break your heart, uh, Turbo, but we do know that the setting will take us to an all new district of Night City. Game developer, I know. <laughs> Game director Gabriel Amatangelo said that the expansion primarily takes place in a previously unexplored area. Now, you might be able to get away with it just saying that it's in an unexplored area. Because it does the area of Night City, but it could also be an area of space. So who knows? It could also be underground. We never know. Is there an underground in we never got the combat zone, so... Yeah. Yeah, and so that's where a lot of speculation has been leading to, is that it is going to be in the Pacifica fight zone, but it's not... It hasn't been solidified. It's not in concrete yet that we know that it's going to be there, but that... There are a couple of shards and a couple of conversations that if you're just hanging out in Pacifica, people will talk about how violent and volatile the combat zone is getting and that somebody should really go do something about it. But we don't have access to it. Oh, that seems like it fits with the trailer about how the U.S. government wants you to go do something. Yeah. So my money is on the fight zone. And with CDPR teasing that Phantom Liberty Liberty will be a spy thriller expansion. Ooh. Their words. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know how spy thriller works into uh, it. Is there gonna be more stealth? Oh, I'm gonna have to go back I'm gonna change my idea for characters then. I wanna be more hacky than spy. Well hacking can yeah, definitely be spy. Spec. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. I'm going to go back to my hacky character. Uh, my, my 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 character right now is more bronze and uh, bronze and cool, not bronze. Brawn. 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 Yeah. Thank you. Well, maybe uh, it'd be like Magnificent Seven or something. So you have a stealthy person and demolitions person, and you know what I mean, or something yeah. like that. And you have to sneak in and infiltrate, and I don't know. Oh, I would love to have teammates. Uh, let's see. And with the trailer showing V reciting the Pledge of Allegiance to the new United States of America, which we know that Pacifica doesn't like, expect infiltration and espionage to be on the cards here. But we also do see V, or what we assume to be V, firing guns and things like that in the trailer. So I think that even if you are more of a body build than a hacker build, you can still play it, obviously. But the last little bit here is that the game director, uh, Gabriel, hasn't let too much leak about it, but he did tease that Phantom Liberty is a new style of plot, and we're having a lot of fun with it. So, a new style of plot. Okay. Well, because I believe that the old style of plot for 2077 would have been like you are a nobody who's trying to earn street cred up or and dealing with Johnny in your head and all of his drama. So, switching to a completely new style of plot is well, V's already established. V is the badass that they are. Yeah, this this has to have ha this has if it's a new style plot, I'm now more leaning. This is happening after. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise it wouldn't make sense if it, like if you're if, in my head. To me, it would make sense, Can I, like chronologically. If all of a sudden halfway through you just did deal the expansion and then came back and did it again, that change of plot would throw off the original plot. So this I'm now 
leaning to it being afterwards. So maybe V is doing this to get help, like to find a cure more than they had. Mm-hmm. Maybe like depending on what inning you pick, you either go with the Elder Elder Caldas. Thank. I don't know why I keep my words aren't working. Right. You either go with them and then find out, come back. Either you go up in the space and then you come back, or like that. Like that. Maybe that's how it goes. Or Johnny goes away and comes back. Maybe that's how they work in all the endings, unless mm-hmm. they're canonizing one ending. Because I don't have they confirmed an ending they're canonizing. Nope. No, that's what I was wondering. It seems like it would have to be after, and it would be easier if they canonized one ending. But that that, that won't that wouldn't work in the in the game. Yeah, maybe the maybe it's an exchange for a cure or something like that. You know. Yeah, we kind of talked about this before about how they can make this expansion to fit any of the endings that you've chosen. You know. Okay. Um, like uh, Turbo was just saying, if you've left with the Aldecaldos, well, now there's something calling you back to Night City. You have found something that now you need to bring to a better Ripper dock. Or, you know what? This is military grade, and so we need to sign up with the NUSA so that way... Or that was part of the deal. I was able to make a government deal... And so I had to enlist in order for them to fix my brain. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I'd go with that. That makes sense to me. It'll be interesting to see how they weave that together. There's no way that could be in the middle of the story. I agree with you, Turbo. It doesn't make Mm -hmm. any sense now that they've kind of announced it's going to be this espionage type adventure. Yeah. I have one quick question. Uh, I don't know if my memory's wrong, but in one of the innings, can't you get Johnny taken out when you Side with Aerosol, he gets taken out. Well, that means if this stuff does happen at all, that in me is automatically kicked out. Right? If the, I can't remember if that's happening. My brain's just making this up. No, you're right. But I so, thought there's one ending when you're in the Aerosol space station and you're doing all those tests, but Johnny's out and gone. So, so in all of them except for Johnny oh, taking yeah. oh, over the body, uh, Johnny oh, leaves. That's yeah, right. So, Either he comes back or this happens right before the last. And well, then it still wouldn't. So, yeah, because that brings up a pretty valid point. We know that Johnny is in the game. And we see him the same way that we saw him before as being his little relicy hologram. So either he came back. Or it it didn't work. It didn't work. And V started deteriorating too much and reinstalled Johnny. Or maybe a piece of him was left. Hmm? Like maybe maybe not all of him came out, or maybe the chip repaired itself. Mm. Hmm. Because the chip was it brought uh, V back. Maybe it's like you maybe took Johnny out, but guess what? The purpose of this chip is to have a Johnny on it. So guess what? I made a new Johnny for you. Or that would be there's no cure. Oh, or maybe it is you could you've been for whatever reason you've been forced or hired to join to do this job and somehow you need Johnny in order to be able to complete the job somehow, you know, either from his expertise. I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to go with what would be the reason why you would want Johnny back in your head or maybe the government also came to you in the first place because they figured out that you have Johnny and then it's like well if you don't have Johnny we don't need you you gotta go get Johnny because he's the one that has the information about this so go get Johnny or they hired Johnny and it's like guess what I know you just got him out of your head but he has to go back in you need to go do this that's the only way we're gonna get Johnny inside wherever we need you to go in since it's a spy thing maybe they need you to get Johnny in somewhere yeah I just kind of I was thinking maybe he is He's like the catalyst for the for the reason for you to have to go do the espionage yeah. somehow. Yeah, that would that would make sense, sort uh, of. Okay, <laughs> I am also. There's also another option here, where yes, it's Johnny and Keanu Reeves and everything like that, but we're assuming that this isn't just V missing his missing their best friend 
And so still thinking that they're having conversations with Johnny. You know, when you were like four years old, you might have had an imaginary friend that would let you know, sit in the corner of the room and talk with you. Or who did you play tea party with? Those were your best friends. And once you've created that in your mind, and especially with how real Johnny was to V, I could see V just, what would Johnny do in this moment? And so then v. the memory of Johnny pops up in the v way that we are used to cyber psycho. I need a bumper sticker that says that. What would Johnny do? What would, <laughs> what would Johnny do? What would Johnny do? Yes. Blow it up. Blow it up. Uh, Blow yeah. it up. Or, yeah, that... Mm, I don't like the idea of V slipping into cyberpsychosis and it is causing a Johnny hallucination. <laughs> but that is a very valid point. And even Mike Pondsmith has gone on record saying... With as much cyberware as you can put on your V at the levels that you can, it was only Johnny's influence that was keeping V from going psycho. Yeah, didn't he say, like, the, since it's technically two minds, it's technically half the load, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. I remember I remember that. So it's not that V is special, it's just that V got it easy because he has a second person taking the load. Yep. But then Johnny's also borderline psychotic, and he f use like his hand can go crazy, and is an evil influence on him, which is weird because I don't. Maybe they just didn't put enough cyber on his body model, because he doesn't look like he has a lot. I always thought it was like a play at like the left hand, the left-handed like left-hand people of the devil like back in the day like mm -hmm. left god because lucifer is left hand of god so it's like johnny has his left hand messed up i always did that it's like johnny's evil hand <laughs> his evil it's hand. like if he doesn't do what the hand says it's gonna choke him out <laughs> like i don't need you i can get another body just a little voice in his head his own version of the chip <laughs> johnny's johnny so did they say this is a spy adventure or an infiltration adventure? A spy thriller expansion. Yeah, because it could be very James Bond-like, you know? Maybe it's and less sneaking in. Like, it's like you don't know who the main boss is. you got to figure it out by getting the clues and infiltrating. Find the leader of whatever organization you're going after. Because they're just a silhouette on a in a photo of a grainy picture from a thousand miles away, <laughs> taken from a satellite <laughs> at night with a light in the background behind them on a misty night. <laughs> Turpus no is moon. painting a picture. Either that, or he's writing his own mod. He's got this down. Oh, I no, I there's no way I'm ever making a mod. I can't. <laughs> Uh, that stuff that goes it's not even going over my head it's like you hear a distant beeping as a satellite goes over that's <laughs> where it is you, you're gonna have to learn if we're gonna be able to get that us traveling to in space we're gonna need that mod so not to say anything gets cyberpunk but that's not what forced me it'd be mass effect that would force me to make a mod just so i could see tally's face that would have been the, the point when I was a kid, and the, all the face reveals hurt, you're not seeing it, it's just her taking the... And then that photo. That would have been the breaking point that said, you know what, no, this cannot stand. You have crossed the line. We found Turbo's trigger point right there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Turbo is a confirmed tallymancer. Of this, yes. I know. Ah, no, so I think... I think no matter what, it's going to be fun and it's going to be so interesting to come back and listen to these episodes and find out what parts we got right and what parts we were so wrong about. <sighs> there And then, so to the point of it has to be after the game. Technically, I'd say it doesn't. Because if it can happen in-game, maybe not at any point in game but if you're going through it you hit enough high enough street cred or things start to go bad 
And then before you go talk to Hanako, it could happen then. You know, yeah, you're still feeling sick. Maybe the expansion pack is unlocking a new ending. You don't have to go to Mikoshi. You don't have to get rid of Johnny that way. Maybe now the NUSA joining the military, they have a different option for you. Hmm. Yeah, because that whole storyline is that ticking time bomb. And you as a character, why would you... Why would you leave that ticking time bomb when you're trying to get down to that, you know, get that removed unless that government is offering you a way out? Yeah. Yeah. That could be an option. Maybe that then maybe this thing goes down to just one ending and that's how they canonize it for the next game. Instead of having all these endings, they go anywhere. They're like, guess what? That ending that now those are just your op. Those are just your fictional, whatever you want the ending to be. The actual world ending is what we just now made. Hmm. Maybe they kill off V and then we get a new character in the second one. Oh, I, I fully anticipate that. I don't think that in the new cyberpunk game in the future that V is going to be the main character. No, no, I agree as well. Yeah. They'll either be mentioned or we'll see a drink of them. Right. Yes. And I kind of don't want to be in Night City. I want to explore more of the next game. Or if they have Night City, I'm going to get this is going to set the internet aflame, make it a hub world. I know that's a bad thing because it means it's open world or something like that. But I like if Night City is going to be in it, make it like like a starting point and then you go to. Because I would like to see more of the, the world of Cyberpunk, not just. Right. Because we know that. And even if we wanted to stay along some of the familiar things, like Arasaka is based out of Asia, we could have we could be there instead. Or I believe Militech is in Arizona. I'd have to fact check that. Yeah. But uh, and then Judy talks about moving up to Oregon, so Oregon's still a thing. Yay! <laughs> Me being a native Portlandian is happy that Oregon is still a thing. <laughs> I would love for it to be like it's a giant road trip. Like maybe you're on the run from someone and you're on a giant road trip going to all the different spots. Like it's not one big map. It's a lot of little maps. Brag out the cassettes, kids. Oh my gosh. This sounds like a sitcom. I love it. (laughs) I don't know Um, if I want to play cyberpunk the road trip. (laughs) That just sounds like Mad Max. It's it's a sedan (laughs) with wood trimming that has neon lights. Oh my gosh! Oh, with a mattress in the okay, back. Okay, you should write mods, maybe. <laughs> Turbo should write video games. This, that's what's going on. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. When it comes up to come out the most left, coming out of left field and hit you on the side of the head, I'm good at that. I'm good at coming out of left field. But then I bounce off and go right back into it, into the distance, into the void. Into the unknown? Yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like we're going to be Pacifica, more than likely. So, which is good. They now, needed to at least expand that out. I wonder if your choice for that one, uh, I don't name, I can't remember the name of the mission, but it's when you are supposed to infiltrate it, uh, and stuff, and you can either kill them or keep them alive. Because technically, if you kill all them, there's only one of those guys left. It's uh, I can't remember his name. It's the one in the trench coat. I I, I killed him. Well, because even if you say you killed him, you always at least I got a text later saying I'm still alive and I'm coming after you. You know, I went after him and beat him down to get his trench coat. But oh. yet, uh, somehow I didn't kill him, and he's coming after me again. So I wonder if like that kind of choice is going to affect the expansion. Because some people well sided with them, and some people uh, sided with Netwatch. Nightwatch. Netwatch. Netwatch. Okay. I wonder if that's going to yeah. affect it. Since so it's going to be in Pacifica, and the uh, boys are what run it. I think obviously the Voodoo Boys will play a part. We just don't know how much, and then, but. Mm. Definitely, I think that the the decision that you made 
uh, during what is going to the gym, right? Gym stood for something else. Um, going there, I think, might affect it because it's who's going to be around there, who can be your informants as to what's going on in the combat zone. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Gosh, well, I hope there's more than so just that one main quest line. I, I hope there's. I hope they have a lot of a lot of. If it's an expansion, I'm hoping they have a lot of little, lot of additional side quests and. NPCs yeah, like, we could to get to like have, that's the you know? tree root, that's the tree trunk, and like there's little roots going out back into yeah. the city. Yeah, and I know that. So whenever I hear like fight zone, combat arena, going and clearing out the worst of the worst who have been dumped there, I know that we got to do the fighting, the boxing, and like the fight club missions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in my head, I am seeing the Citadel DLC expansion for Mass Effect Three, where with a little thing called the Aramax Arsenal Arena, where you get to go in and pick right. your enemies and pick your your uh, your arena map and like two other squad mates to come with you, and then you just like a, a fighting ring. I want that, but with my guns and my cyber, not bare knuckle fighting. How does that sound? It sounds great. I, I wish we could have like companions to come with us, whoever it is that we aligned with. So that would even be better. But yes, that would be kind of cool if you're just. It's like a. But if it, you're thinking more like a gladiator type arena where you're just fighting waves of of villains. Yeah. Yeah. But that could also be what Toast or I keep trying to call you Toasty. <laughs> I am his twin. <laughs> I know, right? Oh my gosh. Uh, I am the good twin. You are the good twin. Uh, the little Turbo uh, Toasty. Turbo the horns, I get the little halo. The uh multiplayer aspect to it. This could be a way yeah. for them to introduce multiplayer if the if the arena part of it is real. Now that's gonna be in like they're gonna have to separate some of it because otherwise, uh, oh no, they shouldn't separate. We should just be able to go after the new people. That's how Cyberpunk goes, especially if they had ba- uh, combat zone. It's you get either you get you either survive or you get chewed up and your your remains get spit out. You don't get spit out. You get what's ever left. You get spit out. Yeah. There's there's no there's no like oh I'm only I just joined this thing I somehow randomly got in here. Don't hurt me. It's like no, you're gonna get hurt. Reload your last save. Come yeah. back again when you have a, a higher street cred, boy. <laughs> girl. I haven't done a Gorilla Arms um, playthrough, so now I, I would have to. Yeah, in that case. You would absolutely want to have that. That's what my new girl is. Wow. So many good ideas, and I cannot wait to see which one of these come true. Uh, hopefully, a little bit of all of it. Uh, I hope they hopefully not road trip <laughs> for, for the for this for this expansion. I want them. to... I don't remember if it if it's, it could be in my mind again, but I'm thinking of the music, uh, the video for like uh, the opening for Cyberpunk Edge of that girl using her minor wire to like hack, and she jumped off. If it's spy, I want the minor wire to be able to whip out and uh, hook into people in the back. I want that. I don't remember if it's in a trailer or it's once again. It's my brain going. That was a neat idea taken. It's it didn't really. That was in that early one. early release trailer where you you were able to flip that out and like jack into someone. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I want like that. And also, they should bring in the wall climbing because if this is supposed to be a spy thriller, <laughs> being able to hang to a wall while people walk under you. And then whip out your mono wire. That, I want the cyber. Go ahead. That, that seems like spy stuff to me. Like whipping out something like a, a grappling hook or something like that. Because that's what that's, that's what, what I was Lucy thinking did. of. That's exactly right. That we need the mono wire from Edge Runners. That's yes. what we need to use. I we mean, need that Lucy's had a lot more versatility. Yeah. With the cool. fact that Lucy is able to whip whip it out and have it tie around a thing 
And then she used it to basically parkour grapple grapple down an entire building face. It's like, I would love that. Yeah, we should be able to choose if you want to cut something or just wrap around it. Right? Like maybe there's a non-powered version. Because the monowire that you get right now is a like kinetic energy. While you're moving, it's building up power, and that way, when you unleash it, it it lashes out with the electricity and is able to cut through anything. But maybe I put in a non-power version that is basically just like a rope. Like you can interrogate people then too. Like you just grab them and pull them toward. You pull like you like grot them kind of, but you're not killing them. Since and now we're wanna... getting close to torture, so I might. No, it's it's interrogating them. It's uh, <laughs> it's what you do. It's what Bam. Okay, no offense. This is the in Gotham Knights. They do the same thing. Like oh my, it's it looks like torture, but no, they're criminals. <laughs> but I like using it as a grappling hook. Morals do not matter. <laughs> You're right. Only your stuff matters. A morality scale does not matter. <laughs> it's subjective. Very. Morality is yeah, subjective. That is the name of the episode for tonight. <laughs> I do hope they add a whole bunch of additional cyberware. I don't know if they will, but being able to replace, you know, limbs, do other things, add wolfers, something, add or- something new. Or Toasty's lie detecting thing. That would a spy would love that. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, I have that in Cyberpunk Red. I think it was in Red that mm-hmm. they had that. So yeah, yeah, that was fun. And I do Especially know since it's gonna be like uh, like a spy thriller. What that makes me think of uh, the uh, the detective one where you're two detectives. It's a uh... oh, oh Detroit become human. The serial killer, where you're trying to track down the serial killer, or no, it's uh, it's it's one where you get washed down the, the sewage drain. When the c- cops, it's Noor or something like that, Detective Noor or something like that. That's what I'm thinking. Like, don't they have like a detect like a thing we have to watch people's? They have an inter- they have a they had a neat interrogation thing, or trying to be at least. Oh, what is it called? Well. We can put that on the screen sheets for next week. Uh, what the heck game was Turbo trying to figure out? <laughs> uh, it just it, like it just came to switch. I thought hmm. maybe an implant so you can at least listen to the radio while you're walking around. That way you can have a theme song going on while you're a spy. Oh my gosh, I would love to be able to listen to the radio while walking around doing stuff. <laughs> and then also, if I have purchased a car. And I have gotten into a car and I have set the radio station to where I want it to be. (laughs) Can you please keep it on that radio station until the next time that I get into the car? You know, it's it's nobody else should have been driving my car. Who the hell changed the radio station while I was gone? The same people that delivered your car, the AI, like Domino, Domino, Delamain, Delamain. Thank you. I'm not good with names. Yeah, Delamain. It's like whatever your personal AI that drove your car to come pick you there, they change it because they have a, they like whatever they like. And yeah, I found out they, the name of the they thing. They like the heavy metal stuff. Yeah. L.A. Noir. Oh, L.A. Noir. Okay. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I totally forgot about that game. Yes. Yeah. So the Relic, do you think we're finally going to have the Relic skill tree or is that is there anything on that? I mean, maybe that's a spy skill tree. Like, more, I don't know, but maybe that's where we get, like, the, like, you being able to climb walls. Well, okay, so the relic one to me, I mean, obviously it's the relic that has Johnny on it. And that's what gives us that. So, that, the the fact that, because I know exactly what you're talking about in the character point um, where you can allocate your stuff, the, that would, make more sense if it was a pre-end game DLC where now we get that tree unlocked and we do get more Johnny based skills I guess um, yeah because I think it was originally designed and it, someone someone probably smarter than me probably knows this but I thought it was sub- 
Johnny skill menu that you could add features originally for Johnny, but they never did anything with it. Mm. But it's still there. So maybe they would repurpose it for something else or your relic. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure what you would do. Unless you can give Johnny additional skills to go do something. No, what that wouldn't work. I don't know. I don't know how that would work. So if we okay so what what if you go with the ending so going back to mm -hmm. if this is post end game and you gave johnny the body now he is going on living his life well he still he can't live as johnny silverhand you have to live as v but just knowing that inside you are johnny uh or else, you know, how are you going to get paid? How are you going to have your social, like everything that's attached to an identity chip? And doesn't Johnny also have some other enemies? So if he ever says, hey, hey, I'm back, mm -hmm. you're about to lose the body you just got. Right. Johnny was military before. Johnny, you know, because he did his time and he was part of it. So. Maybe that's why he went back to it to earn money again. I don't know why he would, but that could be you unlock that skill tree if Johnny is the one in control of the body. And then you can start putting points in there, like being able to climb walls and being able to have decent driving skills, you know, <laughs> things like that, you know. Oh. <sighs> And being able to play awesome power chords. Yes. All right, guys. So, any other thoughts? No, other than maybe they would be great if they gave us, you know, maybe they'd add some kind of differences for the games, reputation, something like that. But I think that's a really big ask. I think that's, I think if they would have added that, they would have, I don't think that'll be an addition. Mm. So. Increased level caps. I definitely need those because I'm 50 yeah. on both and I need... We want to go higher. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, de yeah, depending on how much is it, maybe they just double it, make it 100 on both 50 uh, for Street Crit and this. If it's an expansion and it's going to be yeah. that big, then yeah, we will need another 50. Yeah. And maybe they maybe they make the characters a little bit stronger because when I was level 50, I was everything just came easy. Yeah. Agreed. I killed yes. Smasher in like 10 seconds. And that's um, supposed to be the hardest guy. I looked at him and he died. You just, right? You just look at him, hack him, and he's like, oh, he's on fire on the ground. Okay. So I think we will wrap it up here for tonight. No, the conversation tonight has been really, really interesting. And I love that all of our brains think in such different ways to be like, what could this next expansion be about? And so now I'm also going to have to mentally switch to this is no longer a DLC. We are getting a full expansion to the game. So I'm excited about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, so cool. if the people want to reach out to you, where can we find you on the internet, Turbo? Uh, Discord and stuff. That's about where I'm at. And Blixa? Discord as well. I'm usually always on the Cyberpunk and the Witcher channels. So, And those are part of the Robots Radio Network Discord uh, main chat. I think we're damn near close to 3,000 people on there. But surprisingly, they're all chill. I've never met a community so amazing as the Robots Radio Network and all of the people who have joined in on the chats in there. Uh, you can find me in there as also. Uh, I am Genesis. And you can also find me on my other show, Two Girls, One Ship, where we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. We are currently wrapping up our series on Dragon Age 2, but our cyberpunk ones have definitely been some of our most popular. And even though Toasty's not here tonight, I will shout him out 
He is one half of the Witcher lore cast that he hosts with Tom, speaking everything Witcher, the games, the books, and the TV show. He is also one of the members of the Cyberpunked, uh, that is Cyberpunk apostrophe D, live play Red TTRPG, where he plays Mono. Mono's my girl. I love her. Uh, and of course, please do follow us for now. We're still on Twitter. We'll see where that goes. Um, give us a follow on Twitter at CyberpunkLore. And you can always find us at patreon.com slash CyberpunkLoreCast. Or come watch the live streams, twitch.tv slash CyberpunkLoreCast. Every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. Uh, except for this week, because Thursday is Thanksgiving, a holiday here in the States. All right, guys. So thanks for joining us tonight. I have to say thank you also to Miracle of Sound. Your music is amazing, and I can't wait to hear your next release. But while you're out there, stay safe in Night City. Well, do you know your video game lovers? Have you ever wondered how your video game bays stack up against all the other delectable digital dates? I'm Genesis, the girl whose motto in life is love, laugh, tequila. And on Two Girls, One Ship, we analyze, rate, and review all that the world of video game romances has to offer. And I'm Vervada, the hopeless romantic cat lady and lifelong gamer. But you should know that our podcast centers on character and romance analysis and doesn't shy away from exploring the fun of physical connection. Or from the deep emotional connections built between two characters, using specific in-game dialogue and the overall narrative journey. So join the two girls, one ship, shipsters, and remember... Beauty is in the eye of the controller.